and welcome to Just My Type! Hello and welcome to our podcast where we discover all there is to discover about typography, the best subject of them all. We have dug deep for all of this information about we our have featured been typeface. researching for 13 weeks. Our entire life almost. Yeah. We are definitely older than 13 <laughs> we weeks. We are 15 That weeks is old. a fact. <laughs> <laughs> but today, should we first start by distinguishing between a font and a typeface? I feel like our listeners really want to know that. I think they should. But like, why type? You know? Why typography? Why typeface? What Why is don't a we font? just call it fonts? <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, everybody knows what fonts are. Mm-hmm. Does everybody know, know what, what a, type- a typeface is? What is a typeface? I don't know. I just don't even know. Us. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> a typeface is basically like Helvetica, Arial, Times New Roman. But when you think of a font, it's more of like the specific size of that typeface. So let's just say Helvetica in 10 point size. Oh. If that makes sense. So, like, Let's say uh, Arial condensed at 37. Perfect. A plus. Wow. So that's a font. <laughs> that's a font. But a typeface is Arial. Wow. It's more of like the font family, per I'm se. I'm so much. You are. This is great. <laughs> wow. We did graduate from the graphic communication department, but you learn something new every day. A little bit about typography, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. So... I know that all of you guys are wondering, what typeface are they going to discover first? I mean, in our introduction, we said we'd talk about a typeface every week. I think maybe they want to know now. This this may be our first real episode, but we have had listeners coming in (laughs) screaming for this typeface. That's that's pretty true. They're like, I'm one of them. (laughs) Please cover this typeface. And so, you know what? We are going to have right future. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first, listeners. We are going to be covering future today. And Futura, I mean, our boy Paul Renner, he created this font. So Wait, I you mean, mean the Paul Renner. The Paul Renner created Futura in 1927 wow roaring 20s so we're just we're just diving in right now we are the roaring 20s listeners I want to set a scene for you (laughs) imagine you're Paul Renner (laughs) it's the 1920s specifically let's say it's 1927 and you're thinking I want to make a typeface right there's prohibition going on (laughs) flapper girls it's crazy it's a crazy time but Paul Renner did it and you're like, I don't want just any regular typeface. But it's interesting because a lot of controversy has been around the fact that people think it's a part of the Bauhaus, but it's not. This typeface is not a part of the Bauhaus. Wait, listeners, you mm-hmm. heard it here first. This Sansera modern type is not part of the Bauhaus. Wait, okay. First, I feel like we need to make sure everyone is on the same page with Sarah and Sansera. That's true. So, Jess, what is a Sarah? <laughs> Well, the serif is, it's hard without a, dis- a picture, but I'm going to try, a podcast. I'm going to try and paint <laughs> a picture for you because that's the whole part of a podcast. So think of, let's say, what's a good, what's a good serif font? Times New Roman. We all had to that's use true, it. That's true. That's true. Growing up. You know, every single research paper. Little things, those little flat things hanging off <laughs> of the angled lines. The stem of the, a 
typeface. Yeah, that's a serif. And like you may think, sans serif, without a serif, it's Wait. exactly how it sounds. <laughs> I mean, a sans serif does not have serifs. That is completely 100% that's correct. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So normally serifs are used in like uh, children's books mm-hmm. or ranger school books. book. Yeah, because they're easier to read because mm-hmm. the serifs kind of connect to one letter to another. Totally. But sans serifs. You know, they kind of build in some norm. Mm-hmm. They're and they're there. very fresh. Yeah, definitely. Very fresh. It's very interesting, too, because this font, future or typeface, sorry, mistaken. <laughs> this typeface, Futura, was commissioned by Bauer Type Foundry. So it's nothing to do with Bauhaus, but this... So so let's, let's get our listeners up on Bauhaus. <laughs> so Bauhaus was known for their sans serif mm-hmm. typefaces. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that Futura, a sans serif typeface. My research proves that it was not a part of Bauhaus. It's it's shocking. It's shocking. Yes. The Bauhaus was a German type foundry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it also was a part of the new Frankfurt project, which is this program for affordable housing, which is very interesting because they took, instead of using hand-painted signs, they used Futura for this project for road signs, building signs, etc. So, so they kind of future replaced a lot of. It is sign. the future. <laughs> well, wait, what? Futura <laughs> is the future. I don't know, but I think it's very interesting. Future is actually one of my favorite fonts. It's very intriguing. If you look at each letter, it's particularly like the A. The A looks like a triangle, and it just very like it really stands out. I don't know if you see it from afar, it really stands out in my opinion. And the A's and the E's. They all create this perfect circle. It's incredible. Very geometric. Wow. So Futura is like super geometric. Mm-hmm. Meaning that like each letter has a perfect part of geometry, mm-hmm. whether it be like a triangle or a circle. Yeah. And even the E, the E, the capital E can fit these perfect circles within it. It's incredible. So unlike like Ariel, it's not mm-hmm. a perfect standard. Not that I know face. of. <laughs> wow. So that's a little bit about <laughs> that's a little bit <laughs> about history. Bit about that's our history. research. So the reason one of the reasons why we wanted to cover this typeface first is uh, because of this really awesome book called Never Use Futura by Douglas Thomas. Oh, Douglas. Um, yeah, this is <laughs> This is a recent book that came out not too long ago about why typography professors really want you to never use Futura. Because let's say it how it is. It's been out in the world a lot of times. A 1927. Lot of people, <laughs> yeah. It's been here since 1927 and mm-hmm. has been adapted by so many different um companies for their logos mm-hmm. and we'll talk about more about those companies later but i think a really cool quote from this I book feel a quote coming on <laughs> um that talks about the importance of futura so um this is in the foreword by ellen lupton and it says once a typeface enters the veins of society there is no escape Futura seeped into every corner of modern life by exploiting the forces of technology and commerce, taste and convenience, meaning and metaphor. So I think that really helps describe how intense and how wide 
strange future was and how it just became a part of society. Mm -hmm. I think that also shows how like typefaces really affect our society. Yeah, it was different. I mean, it was this new geometric font that was just like... It was super, yeah, geometric, super Mm -hmm. perfect. Um, Sans serif. (laughs) Sans serif. It Mm -hmm. didn't didn't have those serifs. No, it didn't. It was like, in serifs? No way. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that's a really cool aspect about Futura. And if we fast forward to today, Futura is used everywhere. A lot of places I didn't even know, to be honest. (laughs) I know. And I think, like, one of the... Now that we've researched it, I feel like it's a lot easier to, you know, see a typeface in the Mm -hmm. wild once you've um, kind of researched it and studied it. And we're kind of type nerds, too. So I feel like, I mean, at least for (laughs) me, when I'm going down the grocery store, I'm like, wait, there it is. It's Futura. (laughs) I think, like, one of the easiest typefaces for me to recognize when I'm out in the wild is like copper stone. Are you out in the wild? Are you an animal? <laughs> when I'm out in the jungle. The Serengeti. <laughs> um, yeah, there are a few that I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I doubt that one. Yeah. But I think Future is a lot easier to recognize mm-hmm. than like other Sanseras that look very similar because it is so perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and you think, can pick out those circles. Yeah. And I feel like your eye is like drawn to that too. So next time you're out in the wild and you see that like perfect triangle A, that capital A. Mm-hmm. Very that, crisp. Yeah. It's not that point right <laughs> at the top. Um, or that lowercase A with mm-hmm. just a perfect circle. Perfect circle. Even the way the like the A just curves, it's still even looks like a perfect circle yeah like even when it connects to the vertical line it's still a circle i don't know it just blows my mind <laughs> yeah it's really impressive um yeah they were able to create this perfect typeface and maybe that's why a lot of companies like it mm-hmm. um i think so some of the biggest companies that use it today are jess's favorite company <laughs> <laughs> what is it party city oh my gosh no way wait really yeah that's crazy i literally have one by my house next to michael's and i didn't even know that it was, you didn't even know it was out there in multiple colors multiple colors too <laughs> right it's on. literally screaming at you <laughs> um yeah so party city logo is in future that's wild um crayola really yeah is oh in that Futura. makes sense yeah um volkswagen oh interesting uh, we've got HP. Oh. Hewlett Packard. <laughs> we've got IKEA. Really? Yeah. So- IKEA effect. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this this font's international. No, um, it really is. A lot of people, a lot of, it's been used in a lot of movies. Wes mm-hmm. Anderson, mm-hmm. like good old guy, loves Futura, which I can kind of see because it is kind of like a a fun font. Wes mm-hmm. Anderson's a a fun fun, fun guy <laughs> makes interesting movies mm-hmm. and it kind of like counteracts his craziness his no movies. totally but yeah. his movies are very like you know set like the cuts are very clean and, and future is pretty clean and future is pretty clean <laughs> yeah um it would it was also used in gravity the movie oh, Gone with Girl. sandra bullock that one was she in that one <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> um that was with 
Michael or Matthew McConaughey, right? Oh, maybe. No. Well, I don't know. Pop culture, what is it? <laughs> um, it was using Gone Girl. Okay. The Captain America Civil War. Really? Location title <laughs> within the movie. That's great. That's Futura. oddly specific. <laughs> okay. Um, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers numbers. Really? Were set in Futura. Oh, that's which is, cool. Like, kind of crazy. That is interesting. You wouldn't think that it'd be like a... A number. A sport. Bond. Yeah. But there it is. Hmm. Maybe they wanted to show that they're very clean, they're very, they're driven, and they're hardcore, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that Futura gives off, is that it's, like, very clean, it's very cut, but it's and also, I keep saying like, clean, but there, that's just, like, I feel yeah. like the word that encompasses it the most. But it's and... also, like, very round. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be, like, very fun mm-hmm. in a way. Because Definitely. Because it's not, like, a very condensed font. Totally. Unless like, you use condensed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Futura condensed is pretty tight, I must it's, say. It is very tight. <laughs> and we would not recommend using it for body type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's... A few that I've seen, actually. Calvin Klein, other fashion designers, mm. too. Louis Vuitton. Mm. Um, also, Little Red Corvette album by Prince. Ah, uh, R.I.P. Yep. Prince. So that was that's in like, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. So it's, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. But yet, every like each of those, as you're saying them, they just seem different to me, which is yeah. interesting because that just kind of shows yeah. how you're like you know, Prince used Futura, but mm-hmm. also Party City, Party City, <laughs> completely different, <laughs> but it still works for them, you know? Yeah, it is very, very different, very interesting. Yeah, I feel like Futura kind of, like, molds into whatever mm-hmm. company it's being used totally. for. And how you use it, um, I think a lot of people use it set in all caps, mm. which is, like, a cool effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that gives it more of, like, a high tech mm-hmm. thing. Because once you get into those, like, circles and the counters on mm-hmm. the numbers or on the letters, the lowercase letters, it gets more, you know, choppy. Tricky. Yeah, it's, it's well, and, yeah, and like you're saying too, like the capital ones, it's consistent. It's like the triangles from the yeah. A, and I think that A is like the very easiest crisp. one to know. It, listeners, I want you to think of <laughs> IKEA, the font. You close your eyes unless you're driving, <laughs> yeah, <don't. laughs> and picture the capital A and the IKEA logo, and just how. It's a triangle. It's right yeah, there. that's crazy. It's now perfect. I'm not, yeah, I'm now I'm not gonna see it any different. I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So should yeah. we give them some tips about how to use this font typeface? Yeah. I keep yeah. saying font, but I'm it's a learning lesson for everyone that <laughs> future is a typeface, it is not a font. So some tips Wait, like we but what about future at condensed medium at seven point? See, now that is a font. (laughs) So speaking of condensed, um, we would not recommend using the condensed version of Futura for body type. Just because it's super condensed, you can't, it's harder to read for for the person's eye. You need to like have something that's a little bit more expanded, not super condensed, just so it's easier. It's not stressful to read something. So what is body type? Body type is like, well, in a book, the body text is the words you're reading. 
not the chapter number or anything because that's completely separate but the words in the chapter that's body text thank you for that clarification <laughs> you're welcome wow that was so so much yes but so good now should we do a little story time wait but first i have a few more tips about future super true um i think one thing future is good for is um titles mm-hmm. and headings and mm-hmm. subheadings and I like to use Futura as a heading in all caps. And, you know, I just sprinkle in a little tracking in there. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle in a little space between it's those okay letters. It's okay to use tracking. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. If you're using it for a big title, though, we want to make sure we kern mm-hmm. correctly. But, mm-hmm. yeah, throw in a little under tracking. And that, that's... It looks good. No, totally. It looks good. And it, I mean, Future prepares well with sans or serif fonts. Yeah. Sans serif and serif font. Love it with a good Garamond. Mm-hmm. Oh. Bedoni. Oh, a little modern. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's also Mixing a little tip for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Future is great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Story time? Yeah. So we're going to get into a story <laughs> about Futura. About our relationship with Futura. Our experience with Futura in perhaps a different language. Wow. So let's set the scene. <laughs> so it's summer 2017. Mm-hmm. Emily and I are studying abroad in Germany, specifically Munich, but we got to go to a different part of Germany to experience the Gutenberg Museum. And where is the Gutenberg Museum? Heidelberg? Mainz. Mainz. That is correct. (laughs) We saw Heidelberg first, in my defense. We went to the Heidelberg, got to see all the big presses. With our Cal Poly professor and a couple Mm -hmm. other German professors on the Autobahn, (laughs) which was was a terrifying terrifying experience. experience. (laughs) So fast. Um, Yeah, we drove to Heidelberg. We saw a bunch of Heidelberg presses, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And then we drove to Mainz. Um, and we got to see a thermal, please. <laughs> Gutenberg, Gutenberg Bible! <laughs> which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A legit Gutenberg Bible. And which... it was like in this dark room, but it was like glowing yeah. in like a box. It was very interesting. For our listeners who don't know, a Gutenberg Bible is one of the, there's 49 of them, mm-hmm. but, or 49 of them are printed. And it's one of the first printed books mm-hmm. out there in the world. Yep. Thanks to good old Gutenberg. Gutenberg. What a guy. Anyway, the moral of the story, or the purpose (laughs) of the story, is in this museum, they had a Futura museum. It's very interesting. Yeah, they had like an exhibit on Mm -hmm. Futura. And so we're standing there, just like taking it all in. It's actually like, it was a very clean building. It kind of reminded me of future and building form do you mm-hmm. remember it? it was yeah, like this the huge it was like the walls were white and stuff and i don't know it just felt very yeah future-esque and there were a lot of um posters on the wall mm-hmm. that were like the original posters set in futura and a lot of them were like there's declaring like war or just like big things that had happened over time mm-hmm. that um different people used future in which i think was like really cool mm-hmm. like it's been used for a lot of political reasons which totally. i didn't really know um and i learned about that in that museum mm-hmm. we had a great <laughs> german <laughs> museum curator uh kind of 
talk us through the font. Yeah, is- it was cool. It was hard because we had a translator or one of our professors um, at the university that we were studying at in Munich. He came along and was trying to translate for us, and we felt bad because he was trying to listen to the presentation but also translate. So we ended up just kind of letting him stop translating and focus on the presentation. And we kind of watched, I mean, I watched the videos and it was just cool seeing as it was flashing through each letter and showing us, we keep saying this, but showing us the capital A and like a triangle being placed on it and showing how crisp and how much of a triangle it looks like. And then also the other E's and O's and A's and just the perfect circle. So to me, that was very cool to see. Yeah. Um, wait, I forgot to talk about the most important use of Futura in today. Mm, Emily. Oh, that all you yunnins, you'll know about. Um, but Futura is used in the logo of Supreme. <laughs> the logo. The logo, the logo. That is literally you throw it on a sweatshirt and mm-hmm. it will sell for five million dollars it's it's crazy how much people spend like i'm pretty sure they're like 50 to 100 dollars. i know i'm just like a sweatshirt with supreme which is future a heavy oblique so yeah tell them tell our fans if if they want to create their own supreme sweatshirt don't go and spend 50 dollars. go to walmart get one of those hanes sweatshirts <laughs> yeah. get it baggy too if you just want that like casual vibe i mean that's probably the quality of the honestly <laughs> honestly i, mean, I have plenty of hanes men's sweatshirts and they are comfy <laughs> so get one of those if you want it and then go to michael's print out get one of those t-shirt iron-on printouts and literally use what's the font typeface font uh, Futura heavy obliques. So there you go. You heard it here. <laughs> there you go. Futura heavy or bold. Save yourself fifty dollars to a hundred dollars. Honestly, you're listening to this podcast is saving you money, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, we're here for you. Yeah. Wow. So that was a cool story. Yeah. Now you know that me and Jess are like cultured. We studied abroad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up on the podcast you know we're not just here to talk about typefaces even though what you think you'd signed up for (laughs) no we're here for a lot more and queuing up the intro (laughs) song (laughs) all right so we're here for some games in the form of country versus (laughs) font So we are going to play a game called Country vs. Font. Basically, I had no idea. <laughs> Jess is so surprised right now. Yeah, I really didn't know. And I actually don't know any of the answers or the questions, so we're all being surprised right now. All right, so I'm going to name <clears throat> a country or a font to Jess. <laughs> and Jess is going to have to decide whether it is a font, a typeface. Oh wow! Okay. Well, not just a font. Or, I just <laughs> use font. Correctly. Okay. Typeface, a typeface or a country. Gotcha. So, Jessica. Mm-hmm. Emily. Are you ready? I am as ready as I'll ever be. So the first <laughs> font or country is Bremen. Bremen. Is Bremen a typeface or is Bremen, Bremen a country? Bremen. Sounds like three men. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say 
country. Ooh. Wrong? You uh, are wrong. Wow. Freeman is a typeface. What kind? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's full face off the internet It's morning. all good. I just wanted to test you. <laughs> We're, we'll, we'll look it up. Let's see. What is Freeman? Freeman I'm is... I'm going to laugh if it said it was a country. Oh, wait. It is a city. No, no, no. Wait, it's this is... a city. Is... No. Okay. Well, I got part of it right. <laughs> well, you got to... I didn't play the game. Uh-huh. Uh... It's probably named after, after Freeman. After it. Okay. Germany, but I'm sorry. You know, there are, <laughs> there are some typefaces out there mm-hmm. that overlap. Like Denmark. Mm-hmm. It's a typeface and it's a country. But but none of the ones I have today are that easy. Uh, okay. Except right. for except for the first one. <laughs> I get half a point. How about that? All right. So Burundi. Is Burundi a country? Or I feel like a I should have studied. Um I'm gonna go with typeface. Ooh. Really? Ah, oh, I should have known. No. Burundi. I hope I'm saying it. Semi-correctly, is a oh. country in Africa. I should have known. Usually when you start a game, you don't do two. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never All know. All right, what about Geneva? Oh, that is definitely a country in Switzerland. Ooh. It's also city. It's a city Okay, well, this is country or typeface. Yeah, so... <laughs> You're incorrect. Oh, wow. Geneva? I almost wanted to go there for my birthday. Geneva's a typeface, and it's a sans serif typeface. <laughs> Designed by Susan Kerr for Apple. Interesting. Ooh, it was one of the oldest fonts shipped with Macintosh operating. Whoa. So Geneva. Fun fact. All right. Our next one is the Homa. Tahoma. Um, Tahoma. That's an interesting one. I'm going to go with typeface. And you are correct. Whoa. One out of. Tahoma is another sans serif typeface that oh, was designed perfect. for Microsoft. Oh. So, pretty cool. All right. What about Kosovo? 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 Kosovo. Sounds like a country. You are correct! Woo! <laughs> wow, that is um, Republic Where is it? of... It's in southeastern Europe. Oh, nice. So, pretty cool. Interesting. Well, there we go. Got a lot of... So I got two out of... A lot of fonts. Eight, seven... Five. <laughs> five. <laughs> It's all right. Win some, you lose some. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> all right. So, you know, as we, we kind of reflect on our <laughs> day here, on our, what is it, 30 minutes here. Time well spent. Time well spent. I hope you guys learned a lot about future. Yeah. Hope you guys have stuck point. around. I hope you guys, when you go to Party City, you'll think twice about what building you walk into. <laughs> One that has a logo of future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul Renner. Paul Renner. Just look up at Party City and just say thanks, just Paul. just stop. Just just stop, look up and just say thanks, Paul. You know people might look at you weird, but you're doing Paul Renner a great favor. Every time you look at IKEA, 
the IKEA magazine. It's everywhere, you know. Hey, hey, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so to leave you on this podcast, we wanted to pull another quote from the Never Use Futura book. And this is a quote about kind of why we are doing this podcast and what typefaces mean to us type nerds. Um, This is a quote by Ellen Lepton, who wrote the foreword of this book. And it says, Behold, be bold, be light, narrow, or etch a condensed. The thing about type snobs is that the stuff we love is everywhere. You don't need to visit a distant vineyard or an upscale restaurant to delight in the subtleties of counters, bowls, and finials. Typography is right here at the bus station and the big box store. The muggles just haven't noticed it yet. (laughs) Have no fear of excites. The brother and sisterhood of type snobs welcome you with our not-so-secret handshake. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So we hope you enjoy learning about type each week. And always remember... Death Death before before default default wedding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.